lie, but you're not good liars. So it's like women believe the lies because we want to believe the lies. Yeah, true. There's, you guys are the, the lamest liars on the planet. Pay attention. We're gonna teach you something real special. Real special today. This is two coins. Two coins. Two coins. My boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Then Ronnie. Wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. And welcome back to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your boy Ronnie. And I'm your brother Wally, the other side of the coin. Today's episode is brought to you by love because we love all of y'all for still watching 50 episodes later. Yay. Man, 50 episodes. Shout, shout out, out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to us. I'm going to kind of turn this way a little that's bit. That's big. <laughs> I just, like, talk to y'all. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah, for real. Thank you for everybody that's tuned in up until this point. New, new subscribers, new followers of the pod. We appreciate each and every one of y'all. Even if you've only watched one time. So you, you've... <laughs> You know what I mean? Got us to a point now where we feel kind of comfortable. Yeah. And uh, that's I think that's a big stepping stone. So. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Congratulations, bro. Congratulations. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so this lovely lady sitting next to us, in case y'all was wondering, a super close friend of mine, you know, started off as co-workers, but I can genuinely say, like, you know what I mean? We developed a real friendship through the, through the ups and the downs. She's seen me at uh, some questionable moments. We've seen each other at some questionable moments. <laughs> but uh, it's Courtney. I'm going to go ahead and let her talk about herself real quick as she, you know, she always loves to do that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Courtney, Coco, Court, whatever you want to call me. Um, I'm real. This is about to be a vibe, and I can't wait to talk to y'all. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Welcome to the show, Courtney. Thank you. It's a Thank pleasure you. to meet you. You too. Hey, so before we get into all the little toxic talk, we're going to start with... Oh, uh, brother. I should have worn my mean? non-toxic beanie. Oh, brother. We're going to start with something a little bit more easy. And yeah, bro, I got an Apple Watch and I'm you know, using this <laughs> Just shit. Just watch, a little, man. A little prompt scripter. Yeah. But um, so what's something that you used to believe in that you don't know more? And then what kind of caused that to no longer be a belief? Uh, it's kind of dark, but I'm going to go with people. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, when I was younger, yeah, I grew up in a small town. Yeah, right? I mean, and it came off the top of the dome, too. People, that's the first thing I thought about. When I was growing up, I grew up in a small town. Ronnie has actually been there. He loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Thousand Oaks. (laughs) Thousand Oaks, T-O. But, like, there I had the same group of friends. I still have them. Like, we all, no matter what, like... We just stuck together. If you were somebody's friend, you were somebody's friend. There was loyalty. Things happened. We hooked up with each other's dudes, but we forgave each other. It was real. There was honesty. And I just feel like people don't have that anymore. There's no loyalty. People will switch on you in a minute. Not to say there's not some real ones, yeah. but people will switch. So people. I feel that. Was it, was it the, the instance of, I mean, you don't have to answer this question if you don't want to, but was it the instance of losing those people that made you come to that realization, or was it something else? To be honest with you, I don't feel like I lose people. Um, the other way around. Not even that. I still talk to those people. <laughs> I just, I, I put them in their place. I never really get rid of anybody. I never tell anybody, I'll never talk to you again. Like, if you need me, you can always call me. But distance, you know? I just go about my life, and if people come back into it, they do. And if they don't, they won't. So. That's real, because I feel like the closeness, like, the level of closeness between you and any one of because people have multiple friends, like any one of your multiple friends, yeah, how yeah. close you and that individual person are is more or less like an unspoken thing. It's not really you something that needs to be like about. discussed. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of something both people implicitly understand. It's like waking up in the morning, hey, I just want to find out. On a scale of one to ten, how much are we friends again? Right. Like, it's the whole concept of give and take. We're like, not asking, literally. like some people could fall off, you come back. You don't, right. I don't need all, I don't need to just hate somebody to the point where I just 
it's just too much. I, it's not worth the energy. So yeah, people fall off, come to, back. Like, it goes back to energy too. Like, I mean, I'm sure all of us have experienced it where it's just somebody you was really close with at one point. Now it's like you'll walk past each other or past glances and it's just like, it's just off now. You know what I mean? Yeah. You outgrow each other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's not yep. to say that shit, I'm better than the next person, but it's just, I get that. I don't know, as I get older, I'm just like, damn, there really is something in that saying where you have, some people are meant to be in your life for season. a reason, mm-hmm. season, or lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that's actually true as fuck, you know what I mean? That's why I'm never mad. Mad. Never mad. Shit, I mean, I get mad. She got everybody <laughs> else pissed off. Nah, <laughs> I get mad, but I get over it quickly because it's not worth it. Seasons. Yeah. I used to be a dude that has like temper tantrums and shit. Yeah. But it's like you I mean, grow. What dude doesn't though? You grow up and you're like, what the fuck am I spending all this energy for, bro? Like, literally. You know, but that's just how it goes. I mean, here I got another question. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna start with you. We can all answer it though. Do you believe in soulmates? And if so, do you feel like you've already met them? Everybody about to judge me for this. I believe in soulmates, but I believe you could have multiple soulmates. I believe a soul, your soul can be connected to a couple different people at a couple different times in your life. If you're constantly growing, exactly. how can you just have one soulmate? Yeah. So, yeah, I believe in them. I just so, believe yeah. there's many. Yeah. That's actually a real answer. Like, I never really thought about having, like, multiple soulmates, but that's, uh, I mean, that's true. I mean, I, I agree with that because, like, you were just talking about how, like, people are temporary, more or less, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of, <laughs> it is cold. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, anything you got from the Two Coin Podcast... When I was a kid, bro, when I was a kid, like, my dad used to tell me that. Yeah. Because, like, you know when you're, like, like a young teenage boy or whatever, you get really influenced by your friends and shit? Yeah. And it's, like, your parents try to, like, struggle to pull you away from that (laughs) shit. So they try to, like, downplay it. My dad's like, bro, people are temporary. Like, a lot of these people are, like, not good for you. And I used to think, damn, nigga, that's cold as fuck. (laughs) But it's, like, as I got older, I realized he was 100% right about that and a bunch of other things, too. But, like, it's like you said, people are temporary, so you can have a quote-unquote soulmate, right? But that might that may not realize itself throughout the course of your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might move on and then find somebody else, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but yeah, I think you can have multiple, not just not just one. Yeah. And, it, and it all depends on what your definition of that is. Of soulmate, Some yeah, people yeah. define it as just like finding the, re- like the right person for you at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But other people have a more deep definition of it. So, I mean, I would say at least... I feel like our generation is low-key blessed to be able to have that kind of way of thinking. Because I'll say at least, like, me, the way that I was raised, everything was just, you know what I mean, it was just a universal way when you thought about the word soulmate, you know what I mean? It had yeah. to be one person, had to be, you know what I mean? For I know for a lot of people that come from either, like, you were raised by, uh, like, an older generation or you raised from, like, a traditional family values, you know what I mean? The whole concept of your soulmate is the person that you first married, the first person you had sex with, start a family with, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then growing up in this day and age, that shit's very quickly Gone. realized that ain't true. You know what I mean? But uh, damn, yeah, no, nah, I mean, you guys really got me thinking, though. I mean, I probably, I probably have to agree with that. You probably do have different soulmates. Because, I mean, shit, bro, there was different points in my life where I thought somebody in me was going to be fucking a forever thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then here I am 10 years later, like, haven't even thought about that person type shit, you know? Yeah. So then when you ask, have you, do you think you found yours? I'm like, I don't, I don't really know if I can answer that question. Cause maybe I thought I did, but I was young and dumb. Yeah. Or maybe you I, did. I think I, I've had at least two soulmates. So far. Yeah. I've had it and I know it like with every fiber in me, like I know that I've had two. Yeah. But you know, whether that's uh, to stay or to go and some people leave and come back, yeah. you know? 
or sometimes you're just meant to be friends. Soulmates doesn't necessarily mean love to me either. Mm-hmm. Soulmates can mean like maybe you're just meant to be each other's lives. So there's there's just different takes. Explain. There's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just there's just so it's so connections. There's some people you don't want to be without. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe you're not meant to be in a relationship because other things are going on. Yeah. Um, but you're meant to to get something from each other. The energy, the experience, the love, the laughter, whatever it is that you share with that person, but maybe you just can't be together, you're not going to be together. Yeah. Or I maybe mean, you will. I get what you're maybe saying, you too, because, like, there's some people where, like, they come into your life, right, and then shit can end bad, right? Yeah. But depending on how you look at it and how you look at the world, you can either be bitter about it or you can be like, okay, I needed this bad person, or not this bad person, this bad thing yeah. to happen with this person in my life at that time. Because it helped me grow as a person and it helped me yeah. learn a few things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you really think about it, you needed that person in your life. And you can't even call it Because bad. how else would you have learned those hard lessons without that person? Yeah. You know? No, nah, that's true. I mean, shit, can you really call it bad at that point? Mm-mm. It's two sides to every coin. Come on now. What's the good without the bad? Exactly. No, that's right. Shit. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, this got me fucking thinking about a lot. Uh, we're definitely gonna fucking slide through. How many soulmates you got? <laughs> <laughs> got deep as fuck there for a second, for a second. You know what I mean? But give me your thoughts on this. I mean, just a light open-ended ass question. <laughs> you feel me? I can talk about that all day. That's yeah. my subject. So. But nah, I mean, I feel like this is like a perfect little segue into you know, what I mean, the toxic section of this podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but uh, I'm nah, out. for real though, like, so we've all worked in the service industry. You know what I mean? And we've. I feel like, I mean, shit, I feel like the pinnacle is the bartending, like, you know, the height of heights. Not the manager? Nah, bro, because the beauty of being a bartender is you're not a manager with managerial, like, power, but not the responsibility. Yeah, basically. You feel me? I can literally kick it anywhere I want to. I can kick whoever the fuck else I want to, but none of the responsibilities (laughs) coming to me as far as all the the menial stuff, you know what I mean? Um, But anyways... Let's talk about some funny, some awkward, some whatever moments that you've had as a female bartender behind the, you know what I mean, behind the bar. Like, They're all funny moments. <laughs> let's start with this. On a typical night, right, mm-hmm. how many dudes would you say, how many times would you, you say you get hit on? I get hit on in different ways. I get hit on uh, by the thoughts of the world <laughs> who just want free drinks and your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I would say all night. Like, yeah. uh, to, like all through the night, whether it's just a simple compliment, like, I think you're pretty, I like your shirt, I like your outfit, I like your hair, or you slide me a 20 for a $5 drink, I love that. Um, <laughs> or a soda, I really love that. Um, but a couple times a night, for sure, for sure. Bruh, I be, like, when I tell you, like, I just see her half of the bar, just, and I'll just be looking at them, I'm like, damn, bro. She really got these motherfuckers on a puppet right now. You feel me? Like, literally just pulling the fucking strings. Dudes get that liquid courage, gentlemen. Boy, oh boy. Bro. Like, yeah, man. I mean, I don't want to fucking say too much, but like... Please don't. But you know what I mean? It's it's very interesting seeing, like, because everybody always has the, uh, you know what I mean? Everybody's been to a bar. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Everybody's, like, been on that side of, like, you know what I mean, Um, of a night. Yep. But being on the other side of it where it's like you really just working and it's like you start, I mean, at least from a dude's perspective, like watching the type of shit that dudes try to say to you is just like, damn, bro, was I really saying shit like that? Just faded, walking up to a bartender and thinking that shit was going to work? I feel like it's honestly worse when females do it. Like, I feel like it's expected of men. Yeah. Like, when men come up to me like, what, you're going to hit on me if you see me 
at the mall out in the streets, but when w- the women at the bar, yeah, off yeah. the hook, <laughs> like the way that I see them talk to y'all, extremely bold, man, nah. bro, this shit be wild. Like I'm not gonna lie, like you, you, you kind of start navigating around the whole like, I, I, I've heard this script before, like this, you just want to fucking drink. <laughs> you know what I mean, and I might just give it to you if you was just you know what I mean, just chilling in the a different way. The way they shoot that shot though, yeah. bro, they be Incredible. bold as fuck though. Some of them be bold. Is it usually bold. when they're like already like sloppy? Sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes, sometimes bro, it's upon arrival. It's just literally, bro, it's just <laughs> eye contact. And then what looks like they coming over here for the whole night. Sometimes you know it's just straight audacity, bro. <laughs> the audacity is when they ask, he'll step away or something, and the girls will come back like. Where where's the guy with the long ponytail? I, I need him. I want him to make me a drink, and he'll come back, and it's like a shot. I'm like, you just wanted to see this man. Stop playing. That's hella funny. They nigga finesse you for some drinks, man. Man, and the crazy thing is, bro, they all get charged. <laughs> I have a deep ass combo with somebody. Get her number. Get her whole shit, and then it's just like, all right, that's There's gonna be that's gonna be ninety bucks. <laughs> I still got a job for you. You literally got to close out your tab. It ain't coming out of my tip. Come on I don't now. think that people make understand. Make sure you tip on top of that 90. Like. Yeah. It's every weekend that we get that. So it's like, it's not really a compliment. I hate to say it, but like <laughs> being hit on does nothing for me anymore. All, it used bro. to give me a little boost. Now I'm just like, Ugh. you feel me? Get away from me, please. Because you got to think, bro. You clock in and every fucking weekend, when I say every weekend, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights, you're just in the fucking thick of a turn up. You know what I mean? Only difference is you're working it. You're not just drunk, casually having a convo, and then, oh, go over here, have a convo. Go over here, have a... Nah, it's like, bro, we really back there working. You're at the workplace, yeah. And we really be hustling back nah, there. Yeah, like, you people got see to. Us, people see us having fun, bro. But remember all the days I used to tell you uh, working at improv, how it'd be, like, slammed with hella tickets at one time? Yeah. Imagine that same shit, but instead of tickets, it's people. People watching you and looking at yeah. you, and You feel me? Just a sea of heads. That's why, like, half the time I'll put my headphones in, and I'm just like, I don't want to talk to none of y'all. Uh, See, that's when real. I get an attitude. He, he got the headphones. Yeah. I, I get real with the people. Man. Like, Back the I, fuck up. Well, because it's like, what if I went to your job and harassed you the way that you're harassing me right now? How Literally. would you like that? Like, yeah. I need you to understand that this is still a job. You come in and thinking you're getting free drinks because you're cute and you flirted. This is my, I'm com- I'm here to make money. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So, and give me money. And it's funny too, bro, going back to like, would you, would you be cool with me doing this at your job, bro? Whenever we're cleaning, right? So, we work in the outside bar. And the outside bar usually closes, what, 30 minutes, 45 minutes before the inside? About 30, because we need time to fucking close the fuck out outside. Yeah. Bro, we'll have the entire fucking window <laughs> all the way down with probably about like two inches of fucking space underneath it. And motherfuckers will walk up like, hey, y'all close? <laughs> One like, more. Nah, bro. One we're going to serve you like this. One more. Hey, One we're more. knocking on the window like a pack of cockroaches. <laughs> bro, the one more gets me, man. I'm just like, dog, I was fucking with you. Now I'm not fucking with you. Or it's like, like for, for a meet men go like, they'll be like, for me? Not for me? Just one more for me? Who <laughs> are, you? are you? Who are you? Man. God, dudes are so thirsty, bro. Bro, <laughs> we ain't shit, bro. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, bro. The thirst is real, it's, especially in our twenties. So I can't even, I can't even. Uh, really, I think it's in your thirties too. If I was gonna ask you, shit. Thirties. So I mean, I like that's a good little segue to the next uh, topic. Who you think is more toxic, men or women? Oh, women. brother, here we go. You say women. I got this one, women. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> shit. Yeah, women for sure. Really, explain. Hundred percent. Um, because we set ourselves up, hmm. uh, we only hear what we want to hear, and we think we can change the things that we want to hear. Y'all listening to this, right? <clears throat> let me, uh, I think about this a lot. She's like, let me um, cook. <laughs> <laughs> for real, excuse me. Um, but I just feel like women are toxic because they believe what they want to believe. They think they can change situations. Um, 
they think just the way that we think with our emotions is toxic. Yeah. If you if a man could tell you something and you hear something completely different or think you could outdo it, outweigh it, out sex it, can I cuss? Yeah, bro. Out fuck it, yeah. out suck it, all that. Cook like <laughs> and then that's not do. And then you think that man is just gonna change for you like you're toxic. Yeah. And own it. Hey, that's real though. That's yeah. fucking real. Yeah. See, I, I shout out to the women that actually are toxic and they know that they're toxic and live in the toxic. Because then it's just like, bro, that's literally living your truth. But then the other side, like, you know what I mean? This ain't just the shit on women fucking sex. <laughs> because my answer is honestly going to be the opposite of that. Fucking, I would say, like, honestly, I feel like men, we are fucking toxic as shit because I don't know, bro. Like, a lot of us don't keep it all the way 100 in all the situations that we do, which is like the breeding fucking ground. For toxicity, you know what I mean? We be lying. We be capitalizing. Yeah, lie, but you're not good liars. So it's like women believe the lies because we want to believe the lies. Yeah, that's true. There's, you guys are the, the lamest liars on the planet. And we look at you lying, we know, we tell our friends, listen to what this fool said to me. I can't speak for everybody, but I don't know. It's never really out of malice, though. Yeah, it is. You know I'm not saying like I'm a fucking pathological liar. Like, don't, <laughs> don't take that away from this conversation. But everybody you, lies. You want what you want. Yeah, exactly. And there's, a, but that's what I'm saying. When you know a man's lying and you choose to believe it, you are being toxic. That nah, man's going to do what that man's going to do. 100%. 100%. I know y'all hear that little thing in the background. That is the one and only Xavier coming into the fucking, <laughs> bursting into the fucking uh, scene. But, you know, that man got a concert tonight. But, you know, that's a little near, near here or there. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, shit, bro. What about you? Who you think is more toxic, us or them? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to choose the most politically correct answer here. Both? <laughs> I feel like there's no such thing as, like, labeling a whole, like, group of people, like, just all men. You know how many men there are in the world, bro? Like, yeah. Or all women. There's, like, three billion women, four billion men in the world, right? Something yeah. like that. I, I don't think... Like either are toxic, to be honest. I think it's just environmental. We're both, both genders are prone to playing games. That's just that's just the fact of it. And like we're biologically just hardwired differently. Nature says so, right? Yeah. So the games we play are just like we get it. Like if you're a group of men, and like the women get it if they're a group of women. But like the other way around, it's never gonna register. And we just like, I don't know. As a society, are sitting here back and forth bickering about like kind of like nothing we're ever really gonna understand. We just gotta like coexist and just like there's beauty and not understanding you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah and i think more people have to come to that realization but do you really think women don't register i think like i agree with everything you said i think yeah. women do think and act off of emotion to the point where it's just like not even rooted in logic like if that man cheated six times and now he's saying I'm never gonna cheat again. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> I'm done. You the one, baby. Yeah, like, point, come on. Like, fool me one time, shame on you. Like, come on. <laughs> fool me eight times. <laughs> come on. Yeah. You want to believe it because you want to be with that man, so just let him cheat and be with him. You heard I'm it here first. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Court. You heard I it here first. I swear to first. God, half, half of the time that I like talk to her about like other people's situations, I'm just like, damn, bro, like that is crazy. That is like, you know what I mean? The fact that nine times out of ten, right? It's the person involved in this shit is completely choosing not to see what the fuck is in front of them. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then now you mad because, I mean, shit, bro, I've been a victim of this all the time, bro. You get blinded by your situation, think that everything's going to be 
all peaches and fucking cream. Yeah. When in reality, it's been in front of you the whole time. Like, maybe this person ain't meant for me. You know what I mean? Or maybe you just want the person that bad. I mean, I've had a situation where I want somebody and I'm willing, like, if they're doing something I don't necessarily want them to do, yeah. I'm going to stick by them because I want them. And maybe that's not a deal breaker for me. Yeah. And people, I think, need to really start understanding what their deal breakers are. Because cheating for a lot of people is not a deal breaker because you didn't leave. Yeah. So revise your, your deal breakers. Message. Message. That's, that's <laughs> a lot of people are out here just like... Free fucking. No, no, it's like, no, they're like trying to seriously play the field without knowing what they really want. Like, they really don't know what they want. That is real. And so they find that they find their red flags after certain mistakes, which is like, no, you got to sit down and soul search and really like write that shit down. What are your red flags? What are you yeah. looking for? I feel like that just makes your life a lot easier. You can't just kind of like, you can learn as you go, but you got to have like a set of guidelines for what you're looking for, I think. That's Absolutely. real. Bro. You got to be willing to get it and you got to be willing to also, I think, deal with the things that come with that I think a lot of people in this generation think love is supposed to just come easy and it's supposed to be like I tell you I don't want that don't do it anymore yeah. and that's for men and women I think yeah. both sides I think we're too quick like those men and women who have been married 82 years 50 years they went they probably cheated and were broke and were a whole bunch of things together and they fought through it they didn't just leave because they got a like on Instagram yeah yeah, yeah. so it was like to make that shit work it takes a lot of like sacrifice on both ends you know and just like just compromise yeah you know because it's more of a strategic partnership than anything else especially after like the long haul i was about to say i feel like relationships in this day and age too like fuck bro we're up for a fucking challenge like you know what i mean like especially like i don't know i think that's also like i mean you could you could relate with this too bro being uh you know what i mean us both coming from like overseas traditional families like trying to navigate like what our culture knows is normal yeah. versus like this normal that we've grown up in the Western culture. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause this toxic culture is honestly it's only in Western culture that I see it. It is. You know what I mean? Because it's like, granted, I'm not saying there's there's not a toxic environment in every walk of life, but to the level of okayness that people have with it. You know what I mean? Maybe it's specifically California, but I would just say America in general and like Western culture is just like, motherfuckers just okay with just living and sitting in toxic. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I think uh, Eastern cultures, majority like speaking, yeah. like a lot of the times it's kind of like arranged marriage type of thing and like, I don't know, it's a, it's a lot of just like, like I just said, more compromise than it is actual like emotion and like. I mean, shit, that, they're that. As you said that, now I'm just thinking that's a different kind of time. And right so, you know what? I feel like this may, this might be a blanket statement, but I think, like, in Europe and America and, like, Western society, there's more, quote-unquote, happier marriages if you end up finding that right person. That one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas on the other side of the world, there's a lot of people in marriages that they don't really necessarily want to be in. Yeah. But it's hard for them to get out, you know? That's relationships, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I feel like that type of end result that people see out here leads them to like a sense of entitlement like i want this that and that and then that's when the game playing happens and All the, the whole like you said toxicity i don't like that word for some reason but that's, <laughs> that's where that all comes from i also think that happens in relationships because i think we overlook and i talk about this a lot on instagram too i think we overlook men and men being happy in their relationships uh and i think the focus is always women so what you were just saying about marriages and people being unhappy and toxic i think a lot of times Men are unhappy in their relationships, but they stay for whatever reason, whether that be the kids, whether they be that woman is doing something for them, whether they're comfortable, whether they have a life set up, and then they're not happy, 
and their women don't really care and they sense that. So they're going to other women and then you get your, the toxic situations, the yeah, side yeah. women, the all that stuff. So I just think it's a buildup. Tragic. <laughs> tra- nah, Tragic facts. but true. I mean, shit. Yeah, you know? That's facts. I mean, fuck, bro. Uh, it's horrible at this transition right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ben 10 over here getting his gadget watch. You, you feel me? Impossible. Now we for sure go like do a little slide transition. On the play, play the Jeopardy music. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. I mean, so just kind of like a last question to kind of just, you know what I mean? Bring it all home. Bring it all home. Bring you feel me? Um, so how do you, when it's all said, I mean, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty open-ended question. But uh, how do you want to be remembered when it's all said and done? Or like, what do you want them to say about you at your eulogy? It'd be my celebration, number one. Uh, we, I'm going out with a party and a bang. I feel that um, shit. That I was good. A good heart, a good person, that I cared, that I was loyal, that I was funny as hell. <laughs> See, that might that. be that be number that might be number one, <laughs> but just me? I think that I that I was funny and I cared. Damn, I yeah. feel that. Yeah. Are we just going in a circle now? I mean, shit. If you guys don't say about it, I mean, <laughs> that we go? that's a tough question, man. Because <clears throat> you never really know when you're gonna go out, right? It's one thing we're promised is death, but you never know when it can happen. Yeah. So you might you could be at a different stage in your life versus where you are now. And the question could be totally different, but like right now where I am, yeah, I would want to be more remembered for my values and, you know, how I carried myself and, you know, what people thought about me and the love I gave Yeah. over like any material things or anything that I had that's like, like that doesn't come from inside, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah, like I wouldn't want nobody to be sad over my death, man. Like I I would want to be celebrated. For sure. I'm right there with y'all, bro. Like, honestly, I just want I just want my friends and family to, like, remember me as a good person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because at the end of the day, like, when you think about it, like, bro, look back in history, right? How many people are really remembered as the centuries go by, as the years go? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we look back at, uh, what do you call him? What's old, what's old boy from uh, Genghis Khan? Like, from yeah. that whole era, right? Well, that's just the uh, the Genghis Khan era. He fucked a lot of people, got his seeds all over the world, and that's it. But you got to think, you know how many fucking people were on the earth back in, like, this is what, like the 1300s, 1200s, yeah. come around there? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, nobody's, like, whatever you're doing in the grand scheme of shit doesn't mean shit. So it's just no. like, if you yeah. can be a positive memory in your family line, like, you know what I mean? That's all that matters. Because I just be thinking about, because, uh... Uh, rest in peace to my uncle, Baby Chin. He just passed away, I want to say, about like a week, two weeks ago. Sorry to hear that. But um, thank you. And it's just like seeing how people were talking about him during his last, you know what I mean? Uh, t- like during his last days here, looking back at when my cousin Nikki passed away three years ago, and then seeing, you know what I mean, seeing those different memories. and you, That's all we kind of have to go back to look on. You know what I mean? Granted, we're blessed in an era where it's like we got a lot of photography videos and we can we got something we can put a picture to to remember memory. Yeah. But it's just like I just want to have positive memories that like people that my loved ones can hold on to. Yeah, man. 
I don't want to be Big remembered facts. as that man. That dude was a fucking dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do want some of y'all to remember me as that bitch. Hey. No. <laughs> don't play with me. Remember me as him. No, I'm <laughs> remember I, I care, but don't play with me. <laughs> That's what I need on my tombstone. <laughs> my tombstone. I was him. <laughs> I just want I care, but don't play with me. That's 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 what it is. No, I feel that. May we all live a long and fruitful life, man. I'm Amen to that. Hey, Court, I really appreciate you coming in. Thank you. Thank you for Blessing having us. me. Thank you, you know for coming mean? on. Of course. I feel Thank like this you. is one of our better episodes because we branched out of the topics for more, like, usually Toxic. comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Definitely something uh, yeah. we need to do more, bro. We, we for sure. Once a, once a friend of the pod, always welcome again. You know what I mean? Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, uh... Doors always open. All right. We're definitely gonna get these toxic combos flowing and going again. <laughs> you dig? Whenever y'all sure, ready, I'm sure. ready. Hey, I know that's right. <laughs> I got a well, message. On behalf of the Two Coin Podcast, it's your boy Ronnie. And I'm your brother Waleed, and we are signing out. <laughs>